Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Styers, and I'm here with my sidekick, Brad. We're here to talk love and relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. Please make sure to tune in at the end of our podcast. We're going to do our Dear Jen segment, where one of our listeners asks a question, and I answer it for you online. Uh, I am waiting on sidekick, Brad. He is late today. But I do have my in-studio guests. So I've got the beautiful, amazing Dee Simmons with me today, uh, otherwise known as Mama D on the Dallas Housewives. Uh, say hi, Dee. This is Mama D, and I really don't give a rip. <laughs> they, so Mama D uh, also has a podcast here at the network with uh, Amy Vanderoff and her daughter, Deandra Simmons. And it is called I Don't Give a Rip. Was that you came up with that name? Yes. Yes. Of course you did. I have a did. lot of crazy things. Yes, in. you do. A lot of them. I don't know why. And you know, Andy said to me, um, he said it to me several times. He said, Mama D, how do you come up with all this? I said, I don't know, Andy. He said, Well, it's funny. I just don't understand it. We need to, you need to start a book. I know. You need to start a book with all your isms, mm-hmm. right? The Mama D isms. Mama D isms. Because well, there are some good ones. There are some really good ones. Dinner said, The other day I said, I don't really care how the cow eats cabbage. She said, What? What are you talking about, a cow eating cabbage? <laughs> That's another. Anyway, yeah, you I have, had a, I have good a lot one of on them. one of the podcasts uh, a couple weeks ago. And, uh, yeah, and I can't, when you were with, uh, two weeks ago on the, I don't give a rip podcast and I can't remember what it was, but, um, it was, it was, I'd never heard it for my life. Well, and I'm from the South and I hear a lot. I think Andy's very favorite one. He loves it. Oh, there goes my earring is when I came out and I said uh, to sit down by him and he said, how you doing mama D? I said, I'm doing so fine. I'm doing so great. And he said, well, what's going on? I said, well, I don't care. I don't care if a gnat's ass is wrapped around a rain barrel. He said, whose ass what? I said, a gnat's ass wrapped around a rain barrel. He said, I don't know what that Did means. Did you just make that up? Yeah. Oh, my God. I just oh make my up. God. I just make it up. Girl. You, you, have a, it. you have a creative side to you. We must have figured out an outlet for that. <laughs> well, maybe you can help me with I that. Will. I think I you'd be might. good. I just it. might because we're going to be talking about love and relationships woo, today. I know. Woo. I'm super excited. And I've got Steve Spencer also uh, in the house with also us. Also known as the guy sitting immediately to the right of Mama D. Yes, yes. Just Lucky an average you. guy doing incredible things, ma'am. Yeah. Well, you know, Steve, uh, I met actually on my Facebook. Um, I do a lot of uh, open conversations uh-huh. on Facebook. And, uh, I love opening them up because I like to hear what's going on because even as a coach, I've been doing this 25 years. I'm a matchmaker. I see things I never would have thought I would have seen in my lifetime happening with love and relationships. But when I hear from people, Dee, on my page and and on my posts about Mm -hmm. love and relationships and dating, what people are doing out there, it still blows my mind. But I love people like Steve that have Mm -hmm. a very thought out, uh, introspective, uh, enlightened uh, information and answers. And he's just, I thought he could bring something to the table today. I think Uh, you could bring a lot, Steve, to the table. Well, I appreciate that. Just sitting here talking with you for a few moments, I see he's a pretty interesting guy. Thank you, love. (laughs) I mean, and when you have daughters, like you told me you had, honey, you get real smart, real wise. You also learn to say yes a lot and just be quiet and ride the ride a lot. Exactly. The best you, you men, learn. D, are men that have daughters, I think, because yes. they are trained. They get when we have hormones and emotional <laughs> moments. You know what I mean? Yep, I sure do. No, really. Roller coaster rides. Yeah, they yeah. see it coming and they're like, I I know what's going to happen now. I'm going to mm-hmm. exit you know, the premises. Ladies, there's, or, a, there's a famous comedian who has described the difference between having sons and daughters as, you know, boys mess things up. They do damage to your home that you can quantify in dollars and cents like a hurricane, you know? Like and a then, dog, too, but go ahead. And having daughters, <laughs> daughters are messed up, but they also will mess you up. They will fundamentally alter who you are because they get inside of your soul good. and switch yes. you up. That's a good That's thing. That's so true for what's happened That's with my girl. very yes. good. That's very good. Yes, how old are your girls? They are 25 and 22 now. Oh, my gosh. Okay. They still get their uh, pedicures regularly, and their man take care of I've, them. I've you taught made them it well? very clear. There's a best cure for Tolio out there is go get a pedicure. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Oh. 
And don't break your toenails don't as like, I'm learning. Just like this over here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. If you could see, Jane, she came over. You're at my house the other day, and that toe, oh, uh, just to look at it. I yeah, know. Just gave I, me I broke shivers. my toenail. I'm always falling, tripping, hurting myself. I don't even know how I do it anymore. I'm always moving. I'm like you, D. I'm always moving so fast. I don't even... I don't even know don't when pause. I injure myself anymore. Yeah. Somebody goes, how'd you do it? I'm like, I don't know. It could have been the million times I tripped or fell. So um, it is what it is. But let's talk uh, Let's talk love and relationships today because mm-hmm. you get to talk everyday stuff and really cool, crazy things on your podcast. And if people haven't listened to it, I love it. I love all of you and I love the conversations on there. I find them to be uh, interesting, humorous, and educational um, you even mentioned a uh, probiotic product that I need to ask you about. Don't let don't, yes. don't leave without me talking yes. about it with me and maybe on our podcast uh, because I want it. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I want to talk love and relationships because we're about to do a matchmaking event with you. I get to match you. I'm so Woo! excited. <laughs> uh, I do know the challenge I have ahead of me, though, because you're in your 70s and you look like you are in your 50s mm. and the, you have the energy level probably of a 40 year old. So, you know, (laughs) I I will say this and I'm not, I'm not dogging men at all because I think there's so many differences as men and women age. And Mm -hmm. this is part of what we want to talk about today is dating as we get older. Mm -hmm. Um, because people are getting into back into dating from divorce and Mm -hmm. widow, widowhood and, uh, you know, other things. And so, uh, so men and women just age differently, I think. And, and I, I think we've been so programmed to be pretty and take care of ourselves that we're constantly on, you know, uh, some, mm-hmm. um, but especially in Dallas, uh, that we're constantly working to take care of ourselves and look better and look younger and stay active. And I have found, this is just me with matchmaking, I have found that is not how men age. No offense, Steve, because you're in your 50s, you look great, you, you have a great energy level, you're not there yet. But as men start getting older, we were talking That's about right. this. So your daughter, Deandra, wants you to date somebody older. <laughs> yeah. And you've talked about. It ain't going to happen, baby. Oh, my gosh. She's got a funny story about how she told me how when she went out with a guy and he stopped at a stop sign or a stoplight, oh. she thought he died. <laughs> Listen, she was checking a if, pulse. If you're listening to this and you're thinking of, you know, your dad, your brother, your uncle, uh, thinking, wow, he'd be a great match for D. Let me just tell you, this woman's not just beautiful. She's sitting here next to me. She walks in the door. She's radiating energy from head to toe. It Absolutely. fills up the entire room. You can't get away from it. You can't escape it. It's, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to clobber you. It's going to stop you in your tracks. So if you're older, you better eat your Wheaties. And if you're younger, you better bring your A game or you are out, brother. I'm just going to let you know D. right now. Simmons marketing campaign, better eat your Wheaties. I love it. You know, I always said, Younger is always the best age to be. And I told Deandra, I said, you know, I don't mind being 78. I just don't want to look 78. Well, you don't. You don't. So I think that, you know, when some some women, they don't take care of themselves. What I do today is what I did when I was 50. I mean, why do you want to change those things? Right. You know, that's up to you. Right. And I've always said, as long as God gives me strength and energy, I mean, there's why do you get up at six in the morning and all that? Because I'm gonna, I'm afraid I'll miss out on something. Right. You're alive. You've been given another day. I just go, 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 yeah. go. And I lay there. The first thing my husband always taught me when he was alive, he said, honey, when you wake up in the morning, always thank God that you had, you woke up. Yeah. <laughs> he true. said, that's what I did. And, you know, blessing. my husband, when he passed away, was 85 and he was a young 85. I mean, he was still. How many years ago was that? Six years. Six years. And ago. he ran 100,000 employees. Six companies or five or six on the New York Stock Exchange. And he was actually, he was on, uh, we have a company in uh, Las Vegas. And he was there at a board meeting when he had a massive heart attack. Oh, my. So, uh, but we were always both just go, 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 go. He'd have to be for you. There's no doubt about it. We didn't sit home in easy chairs. We didn't do any of that, you know. Well, God, I don't, I don't think, I don't don't think all men are that way. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't expect you to have an easy chair in your house. (laughs) No. I don't have anything. I, but I don't my even dog. think you have an easy button in your house. You know that staple sound. I don't think you have that going on in your house either. You you might be surprised. So she's uh she is as beautiful and polished as she looks. Uh, she also has this amazingly grounded side to her, which is which was such a beautiful surprise for me, and it's going to be such a great surprise for a man that gets to know you because 
She even bakes the best chocolate chip cookies, which In I've still world. never had one. I'm waiting. But uh, did you forget to bring those down to the studio? <laughs> I did. Um, I did. Actually, I, I had appointments this morning, and um, but no, I love to cook. Dan and I both we have that in common. We're both great. I mean, I'm, please don't think I'm bragging. Dandra's a savory cook. Did you know she got Cohen? Did you know that? By Stephen. What's his name? Tommy. What's the guy's name that Dandra cooked with Saturday night? Stephen Piles? No, no. No, he's famous. Um, the, the guy, she was on, he's, he's in here. They serve 3,000 meals. And um, Stephen Irvine. Irvine. Steve, it's Robert Irvine. Robert Irvine. The, the guy that's on TV that has two or three shows, he goes into restaurants that they're getting ready to tear down. Oh, I love that tell, show. Okay. And so he said when Deandra walked in, because he has a celebrity lots of times, this was for veterans. Deandra's, her husband was retired from the military, and they do so much for veterans. He said when he saw Deandra walk in, he said, oh, God, another celebrity in my way. He said she, he came out, and when he came out to make his bow, he brought Deandra with him, and he was, Jeremy was crying, and he said, I have never worked with a person, this woman, Never lifted her head up off those plates. Everything was perfection. She did three thousand plates. Wow! And uh, he wow. gave her. Uh, if you look up, what is what does it mean to be coined by a famous chef? That's the highest honor that you can receive. And they invited her to do two more shows with them. One in That's Las awesome. Vegas, and I can't remember where the second one is. But you know, so she's a savory cook. Thing. I'm. I love sweets. I've already had two donuts today. <laughs> Lord, don't tell Deanna You're that. You're a baker, not a cooker. I'm a baker. I a make baker. fabulous cakes and pies and baklava and oh, cookies. And, oh, just like, we're already talking about Thanksgiving. We I've had Thanksgiving? two donuts today myself, but I'm on a juicing diet. So Are I, you really? So I juiced them. It's okay. You juiced right. donuts? I'm kidding. Okay. Oh, he's just but, making all But I have up. thought about it. Uh, yeah, I love donuts. Well, oh, one time I went on diet, Steve, and it was Anything I could get through a straw, I could eat. You'd be surprised what you could get through a straw, honey. I, I'm amazed how we've managed to to not talk about relationships at all. Okay, so let's talk about relationships. <laughs> okay, let's wait. Actually, let's go back. Let's go back to that conversation because I think, I mean, we're it, it's all coming together. Uh, we uh, we talked about how men age differently. That they don't. They're not as active. I think as women, that's true. I've also mm-hmm. watched my mom. My mom is 78 and my dad's 77 and my dad's had such a plethora of health problems. Yeah. And my mom just runs circles around him. She's always run circles around everybody. She's amazing. But, but I do hear from women that uh, as men get older, they get grumpier and, um, and not there. I just don't find them as active. So that's going to be our biggest challenge with you is finding that man that's still active and, and very and fully alive uh, but, but I think that as we all get older, you know, it's it, relationships become more of a challenge, whether you're in your fifties as Steve is, or you're in your seventies, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter getting back into a new relationship, finding somebody that's compatible with us as we've gotten older, mm-hmm. because we get more set in our ways, right? I mean, For we sure. get yes. our routines. Yes. You've been, mm-hmm. you've been uh, alone for six years mm-hmm. now. And how long have you been single, Steve? Five years. Five, five years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, we can get comfortable, right? I mean, we can. You get very, you're, that's a good point. You get very, because at first you think, oh, I will never. And really, I didn't even think about ever even going on a date for three years. And then all of a sudden, I thought, well, it'd be Because, you know, it's, it's a couple's world. Glenn always said, now, he'd always say, now, honey, whenever something happens to me and I'm 13 years older than you, I've told Deandra, I've told the lawyer, I've told this person, that person, I want you to remarry because you were such a fabulous wife. Isn't that nice? That is awesome. And somebody else deserves you. And um, I didn't even, I thought, what? And he'd tell Deandra, now, don't want your mother to marry for a year. Lord, these 25-year-olds are going to be all lined up. (laughs) So she, Deandra had that in her mind and she went crazy. But um, no. Do you think that's what's driving Deandra away from the younger thing? mm, yeah, you know, she has these limits. You know, she started off at three years younger. Now we've got her down. Tommy, don't we have her down to 65 now? I think it's 65. I can date somebody 65. Well, I have a question about that. Okay, honey. I know did, what it's going to be. I will make my own decision. That's what you're going to Did say. you get to pick Jeremy? Nope. Mm-mm. I, I'm no expert, but I'd say DeAndra could sit over there and watch. Yeah. 
Well, I, you know, I, the main thing supported. is, and, and I, I hope I you're am listening sh- to this, by the way. Just, just, just trust your mother to make a good, tough decision. I am sure no matter what, she wants you happy. And if the guy, yes. if he was 60, you know, let's she, just say he was 60, she would it. totally go along with it if he made you happy. Mm-hmm. Because that's ultimately what she That's wants. what my friends keep telling her. Now, one thing that really messed up Andrew's mind is after three years, I just wanted to just have dinner with someone. And the first person that asked me out was 50, actually 49. And uh, we just had, it was nothing to it, I swear. But the problem was he fell madly in love with me. He really did. And his boys did too. And his mother, who was, I was older then, she did too. <laughs> and I said to him, I told him, I said, you need to go on your way and date because you need to get married. You're young. And he said, well, I thought I had found the person. I said, excuse me? You know? And Deandra freaked. Deandra called him on the phone. Oh, boy. I said, are you dating my mother? He said, no, I just escort her to dinners. I mean, I get invitations to everything, and you can't go by yourself. So uh, she said, well, I forbid you to do this. Wow. And it was just so much of a problem. He was nice, a total gentleman. I said, Deandra, your dad's got that trust so tight, you couldn't get a nickel out of it. Uh-huh. So I said, don't worry about the bunny. And right. so I just, you know, I got to the place and it wasn't worth it. I just told him, I said, I'm sorry, you need to go. And my friend ran into him. Now, that has been over three years. The other day at luncheon, and she said, I still can't get over the Wow. Isn't that wow. That's sad? You just mesmerized them. I just. Uh... No, but. Well, who's this good looking man that just came in? This is Psychic Brad. Hey, Psychic Brad. <laughs> Brad got the time wrong. He clearly ran oh, in here. Lord, he help me. <laughs> we were just talking about I'm sorry, men. Mama D. Well, that's okay, Mama D. Listen, you know, Deandra's never on time. If, if she came well, in here on time, now. I'd probably pass out and fall on the floor. So. <laughs> anyway, that's fine. Jennifer we were just kept talking. reading text messages from Brad. I can't be there in 10 minutes. I'll be there in 10 minutes. I think there's one text message. If I'm if I'm not there in ten minutes, restart the clock and I'll be there in ten minutes. Was, <laughs> I made it here in seven. Thank you very much. Okay. Well, how far right. do you have to come? That's what I want to know. Oh, uh, we were. I was probably ten miles out. Okay. You're kind of yeah. you're kind of out of breath. Well, I ran up the hill. Well, well, let's, I ran ten miles in seven minutes. We'll That's let you catch your thing. breath. But this is D, the beautiful D Simmons. As you, this is your first time meeting her. Hi, yes. darling. Uh, and this is Steve. Hey, Steve. So Steve is uh, Steve. Did I introduce you? I did, right? You did. Okay, you good. Did. I just wanted to make sure. I'm just, I'm I just formally in the cast in the shadow you. Of, of D. Okay, yeah, <laughs> which is okay. That's a good place to look. Uh, you know, that's it's, not an, a, it's interesting that's not a though. That's nope. a good place to be. This is one of the things, and one of the reasons I did want to bring another gentleman in here is because I did want to see what the energy was like uh, with this. Because I do think, and D, a lot of people have told you that you know since you've started dating again, mm-hmm. uh, that. He better be pretty spectacular, mm-hmm. uh, and it was. It I think people have told you that you would intimidate a man, correct? Okay, that was a, the thing. The main thing, which even I don't agree my pastor, with. Yeah. my pastor's told me. He said, "D, it's going to be hard for you." I said, "What do you mean? I can't get anyone." He said, "No." He said, "You are perfect for Glenn because you went ahead of Glenn. I know how to work a room. You know yeah. what that means? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Glenn was very shy. I can talk to the tree stumps." And when we used to travel, Steve, I promise, and um, we he would sit, he would get, his, re- his secretary would get two seats. His would be maybe on the third row, mine would be on the first row. He, Honey, I just can't sit with you because before we land, the captain will be out here, all the flight attendants, you're going to have a <laughs> congregation. And I always did. And he said. And I want to take a nap. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. Exactly right. But the thing is, I'm just a very, so Robert told me, and that was my pastor. He said, "You, it's going to be hard to because men, you intimidate men." I said, "I don't mean to." He said, "No, D, that's a great." And I'm going to tell you, and somebody's going to go tell him this. He wrote me this weekend, you know, wishing me to get well and done. He's such I love my pastor, and he said, "You're the strongest person I've ever known, next to D. T." You know who DT is? No. It's called Donald Trump. Oh, God. Oh, D. Oh, he said, yeah. Y'all are right together there. So it's Mr. DDT. <laughs> DT. That's right. Uh-huh. I forgot he did. Anyway, that's okay. Him. But uh, the thing is, I'm just, uh, 
You know, it's interesting. I mean, when I grew up, I was real shy, really shy. I was grown, I grew up in a real family. We didn't have any money. We were, my father was a butcher. Um, Dee, what town was that that you grew up in? Oak Cliff, honey. Oak Cliff? Mm-hmm. Did you ever live in a small town anywhere no, else? No, 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 no. I lived right by the zoo where the lions roared all night. So my parents um, were driving through somewhere, one of these small towns, I think on their way to like Kansas City or something. And I want to say it might have been Mississippi or something. And they had a big sign out, home of D. Simmons. And they had your picture. And I don't, I need, now I need to ask them what town it was because they're claiming that you were from there. And I said, I don't think she was. If you could, we talked about this because they wanted me to register the name. I don't give a rip because here's what's happening now. And I've just gotten to the place I really don't care. Um, you know, people are selling my picture, mugs. They're selling so much junk. Just you can go to all these sites and look and they're selling them and they believe it's me. And it's, not me. I don't it's, have anything to do with it's it. It's not something. We're going to be a D bobblehead somewhere. But I know something I am going to do. <laughs> D Simmons bobblehead. I'm It'd gonna, be pretty. I know something I'm going to do. And I was somebody, I'm going to talk to you about it. I have an idea for a pocketbook, little book. Honey, I could sell millions. Ooh, I can't wait to hear this. And you'd be per- I told somebody, I said, it'll be, a would secret. be perfect for this. Yeah. We're not going to tell about I it. I anyway. love it. I love it. Well, you know, it, and so. Uh, this is so we came together uh, for matching purposes mm-hmm. uh, when, on November 7th. We're doing an event where I'm uh, we're doing the dating game. It's going to be a what's the name fun. of it exactly? Uh, the name of the event is uh, is what, Brad? A match made in Dallas. A match made in Dallas. Well, so now instead of match made mm-hmm. in heaven in Dallas, because Dallas is heaven. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so we uh, we thought we would try to do something fun with this. So we're doing the match game, the old match game or dating oh, game. Yes. So we'll have uh, Amy and Dee uh, behind, you know, a curtain or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they'll be interviewing three men. It's going to be a blast. So I'm, I get to choose the men. So I'm excited about good. that. And that's kind of how we got here. But, uh, but I thought it would be good because the one biggest challenge with you, as I've told Amy, because Amy's in her late 40s, and that's a pretty broad market. And I kind of know what she wants there. But as you get older, men and women age differently. Women tend to be, I'm not saying that all men aren't active, but the women tend I'm finding, at least here in Dallas as a matchmaker, are more active than the men. And and men also don't seem to be as motivated to be in a relationship when they're in their late 60s and 70s. I don't know why, but they don't. It's almost like they've given up. So they're not... They're not courting the way that they once were. We're too busy you know sitting on the porch yelling at the kids. And right, the grumpy old men? Yeah. 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 I think one of the problems. I have a little different <laughs> take on that one. Yeah, I do too. My dad already did that. My yeah. dad used to scream about people walking their dogs on our grass years ago. You tell what you think, and I know where. I, I have a little different take on that. Okay. I, I have an aunt that lives in this area. Uh-huh. And my uncle uh, passed away. He was older than her. And How old is she? She's in her early 70s. Now. Okay. And a couple of years ago, so she spent a few years after after seeing him all through a struggle with cancer and taking care, excellent care of him. Could not ask for anybody better for my uncle. Mm-hmm. She got together with a guy who she went to, I think, elementary school with. And they were planning a, a high school reunion together because they both were widowed and they both had time on their hands. They got married a couple of years ago. Wow. They're off on motorcycle tours together. Oh my They're taking goodness. international trips together. And that's awesome. And for it's amazing. Guy, I think for men who find themselves alone at, at a certain stage of life, I think part of it becomes I want to make sure that I can measure up to the man who, yes. who left her. And I also want to make the sure the widow thing is hard. That's and a I different also want to make sure that she measures up to the woman who I lost. And so there's there, I think there's a little deeper layer of well, that consideration widow, about you that. You are right. That widow thing is, is, uh, is definitely, it's a different, it's different because it's at, when people divorce, there's always, you know, sometimes there's contention with that. We mm-hmm. hope not, but you know, there's always a reason it didn't work where when somebody's widowed, they loved that person usually, like you know. Oh, yeah. They loved them, so and there's it one is more, like having to live up to an idol of somebody perfect. And I think, I think for older men, 
men older than me, you know, um, because guys, honestly, there are lots there are of men guys, older than you. You're not that old. <laughs> right. But honestly, guys, my age, I just, there's still, there's too many of them working at being boys and it's true. they need to step it's that true. up. But I think men who are, who are older, who are, who have, uh, lived a lot already. You know, there's a movie, Sabrina, the remake of the movie, yes. Sabrina with mm-hmm. Harrison Ford and, and um, Greg Kinnear and Julia Armand. I never there's saw a, it. There's a, well, you should. You are totally missing out. There's a scene in that movie where Harrison Ford's character and Julia Armand, Sabrina, are sitting on the beach having clams, and they're having a conversation. Harrison Ford's character is this very wealthy. He's the older brother who always keeps it locked down, takes care of the family business, but has always been single. And at one point, Julia Armand's character says, what am I saying? You probably don't even believe in marriage. And he pauses, like he stops everything, like the air stops moving. And he looks at her with this very serious look. He says, no, I absolutely believe in marriage. And that's why I've never been married. I think people are too casual about some of the commitments they make and get into. Yes, I do. And they don't consider mm-hmm. it very carefully. And that's, mm-hmm. I think that's the first big thing. If you want to start dating, especially at an older age, people come along with scar tissue and they come along with baggage. And so do you. And you have to be realistic about what you're getting into. Yeah, no, ex- managing expectations is one of the hardest parts of my job as a matchmaker because I get to, I am I mean, everybody has expectations, unfortunately, and fortunately. Uh, I think standards is a better word on the fortunate side versus expectation. But managing people's expectations is the hardest part of my job because people are imperfect. People do come with baggage. Uh, they do come with you know, pain and loss and, uh, and a hurt and betrayal sometimes. And, uh, and getting past that and giving, you know, allowing a clean slate for somebody, you know, and, and getting to know them and not bringing in any of that stuff is very difficult for some people. It's very, well, very also difficult. too, when you are older and you have a man and a mom that meet, you've got to keep in your mind. And this is where I've, you know, at first, after about three years, I really wanted to meet someone. I was all excited. Uh, I want to take you to the end of this story. And I finally did meet the man that I really could have fallen in love with. And he was about 10 years younger younger than me. And he really flipped over me. And he had more money than me. Now, that's kind of, yeah, that was unbelievable. Well, that happened. <laughs> so that just happened. Well, all of the people that I dated had more money than me. The three guys. Not the first one, but the three guys. Um but anyway, I really liked him, and he was a big guy, very, very successful. I mean, really successful. Had been married to a beautiful woman who had died with cancer. And uh, my daughter, in fact, his wife had been on one of my daughter's committees because um, Dan chaired everything in Dallas. And um, we would go, I catalog, you're going to think I'm crazy, but in my phone, I catalog when I date something, what I wear every time I go with a person because I never wear the same thing twice. <laughs> Good for and you. I, I've got enough clothes to do that. So um, I would catalog it, and when I would come out, and I, maybe this is because I did the Miss Texas, Miss America. Miss De- I did that for so many years, dressed the girls, did all that, that I love clothes so much. But and he you would take look me. look amazing. Like, he, he came, and he would take me out, and we would go to these places where big, big people were, and they would, I swear to God, they'd go off, and they'd say, how did you get to go with Dee Simmons? Mm. So... He was intimidated by me. I know that's hard to believe because he was a big name. I'm not going to tell you his profession. You might figure out who it was. He was a big name. Okay. I really, really liked him. He really, really liked me. But he would say things like, oh, it's time to put the Christmas tree lights up. I don't know what I'm going to do. So-and-so did that, talking about his wife. I said, well, that's something you have to learn to do. Simmons did that, too. I call my husband Simmons. Simmons did that, too. Or the dishwasher broke. You learn to call. Plumber. That's what I do. Okay. He wanted someone that to do all this little stuff. See, I believe as couples get older, men are needy. Right. I'm they, not a needy person in any way, shape, or form am I needy. I've got a great financial man that handles my checks, my money, and he knows he better not make a mistake. Okay. So finally, one night, he took me to dinner, Steve, and he said he was real nervous. I thought, well, I'll give him some champagne. He'll be fine. So after about two glasses, he settled down. And he said, D, I've got to talk to you about something. Here it comes. (laughs) And he said, I want to get married. And oh, I'm never speechless. I don't want to get married. I didn't say that. I said, you know, 
well, I understand, you know, da, da, da. he was ready. And out, you out, know, wait, how many dates? I've been going with him. Um, see, I started dating him August the 1st, and this was January the 1st. Six but how months. many dates? Six months, but how how? Oh, how we much saw each other a couple times a week. Okay, all right. But see, I'm Six a smart months. woman, too. I already had it figured out. He was dating another woman from another city. And I hate to tell y'all this. Y'all are going to laugh. You want a big laugh. And I'm not going to tell you, but the little city that she was from, y'all would know, they called her Miss, whatever that city was, because we're so opposite. Here I came out looking like the Queen of Sheba. And, you know, she's a little bit different. And he liked that. Because uh-huh. he was used to all that on him. He wa- yep. And all of a sudden, everybody put it on me. So within, Steve, a month, he moved her into his house. He put a... Big rock on her finger, and he married her. Of course he did, and she she called the plumber and for him. And she's calling the plumber, and she's yeah. putting up the Christmas lights. <laughs> exactly. And I ain't going to ever she's do that. She's putting up Christmas tree lights. He needed and... a nanny. He, yes, yeah. he did. He, no, that's right. not, he needs a nanny. <laughs> that's not love. That's inventory. A housekeeper, yeah, yeah an assistant. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's why. Do you remember me telling you that I wanted to do the show, and I know it'd be so successful. The number one thing that's missing in television, they say today, is for older people, TV shows. Now, think about this. You have the bachelorette. You have the bachelor. If you had the widowette, think about this. <laughs> I'm going to come on the first time as the widowette. Get all these men to come. You don't think half America would watch that? I honey? think it's great. I, I think it's a great That's concept. a good show. But it would have to be somebody with a personality like you. Well, yeah. well I could dig them up. We could find them. We could find them. <laughs> Literally. Uh, you're right. <laughs> we'd try. Hey, we'd have right. to go try them out. Try them out. Literally. Uh, that's funny. So it's, it's just hard. But now I guess I've gotten to the place where I really, yes, I would love to have someone, I've told Tommy this, to go to dinner with. To go to the fair with. It's about like, compa- yeah, eating those corn dogs, right? I she love corny dogs. Corn dogs. I love corny dogs. I learned this. I eat four. Well, she eats four corn dogs when she goes to the I fair. look at one and I, you know, I turn out like this. You eat four, you look like that. I know. It's There's crazy. There's just no it's fairness nuts. in this world. You know what we're doing? You know what they're doing today? <laughs> Jay, I'm not kidding. Well, the two couple of guys, from, doctors from UT Southwestern, he's actually calling the fair today to say, uh, this is bravo. We have a TV personality that uh, wants to come to the fair. She has broken her ankle. Can you let us have, you know, those little carts? Little carts. Yeah. Because she wants to come and eat corny dogs. He said, <laughs> and he's a real convincing person. He said, trust me, we'll get it. So I can't wait. I want to go. That's awesome. When are you going to the fair? If he can get it worked out. Because I, I can't walk that much with my foot right now. They won't let me. Oh, they'll get it worked out. All right, That's Jen, easy. I have a question okay. for you. Yes. What is the single most common unrealistic expectation you get from the men and women who are your clients yeah. and the women. Okay, that's a great question because it's question. totally different. Uh, and I think with the with women, uh, gosh, there's. Uh, I think the main thing with women is height in a man. Women, it doesn't matter if a woman is four foot seven. She wants a man that's over six foot tall. You're kidding. I'm not I've never kidding. Even thought about that. It's un. Wow. Unbelievable. That so I would not short have thought. men don't. Yeah. yeah, and the average guy is five ten. Mm-hmm. So short men don't do well in dating, and women will dismiss because. And here's why: she'll say, "I'm going to be taller than him in my five inch heels, or whatever." If he's like, you know, five wow. eleven, or whatever. Who gives a rip about that? Right. Well, clearly you can't now with your broken ankle. But yeah, I mean, I know that has to drive you insane. Hats don't bother me. But guys, I think the most. Uh, Gosh, Brad, you know. I knew you were going to do that. Because I, I have a prediction about this one. But what's the most unreal, unrealistic? I'm, I'm going to say what I think, and then I'm going to let Brad, because Brad and I always have these conversations about it. But I think it's men are all about looks. It's all about being attracted to a woman. They will not, if a woman is a 7 and not a 10, but she's got every other quality, he's not. he's not willing to even give it a try. And that drives me crazier than crazy. Yes. Even, and when guys get older, Steve, you know, like guys that are in their 60s, 50s and 60s, it seems like the guys in their 50s now all want to date 20-something-year-olds. That's true. Right. Um, and guys in their 60s want to date women in their 30s Wait. and 40s. It's just, it's, you know, I mean, these guys will tell me they're 65 and they're like, well, I, you know, she's 35. I think she's cute. I'm like, of course you do. 
what man doesn't think she's cute? But right? we've talked about that. I think that's a that's a Dallas thing because you've even said you've talked to other matchmakers I and don't they don't think see that's a that. Dallas thing. Well, I, so, I think that is a universally idiot men thing. Well, I think the most. I think the most. You threw it over here. I think the most unrealistic thing for men is the out of your league. Oh, out of your league. They're a seven or a five, and they want the twelve. That equally yoked thing. You know. I think that is, that is such a that. big conversation because, you know, and, and with looking at anybody, anybody having that equally yoked, it's not just about money. It's not just about looks. It's about lifestyle. It's about values. It's about yeah. finding somebody mm-hmm. that, that matches you in those, all those ways. I mean, you're finding your best friend, right? That you're attracted to. Well, you even you said on a lot that. of occasions, if you don't have some commonalities, it's not going to work anyway. It's not going to work. No. Because yeah. if you want to go to Nordstrom's and then he wants to go to TJ Maxx, that ain't going to work, Mama D. No, so. and not only that, if he wants to go to the to the French room to have dinner and I want to eat carny dogs, that's not going to work right. either. <laughs> See, it's a happy medium. There you go. There you go. Uh, but I think that's true. I think you hit it. You know, I don't know. I mean, See, I don't think, I'm just weird, I guess. I don't really say, oh, that guy's, oh, I'm going to be taller than him in heels. Of course, I wish I could wear heels now with my broken ankle. But I don't, I never, I don't think that way, Jen. How tall are you? I am curious. I'm about 5'7". Okay, so you're on the taller end of women. So you you would have probably thought that growing up if you were, you know what I mean? But no, because I was 5'8 when I was 14 and all the boys were down to here I used to lay in bed, crunch my legs up. Oh, God, don't let me grow anymore. And then I I started modeling because I didn't have any money. The only way I could make money was to model. And I was so glad I was tall. Yeah, yeah. Use it. Uh, Yeah, uh, you shrunk an inch. So did I. I used to be 5'6". I shrunk an inch. Well, you do because of your your bone loss. Every every woman does. After 35, I could teach on that because I teach nutrition. um, We have what we call osteoblast cells, and those cells quit. And you start losing. You're going to lose one to two inches. Oh, God. I don't need that. Oh, that's There's more support. to come, Jen. I'm not breaking my ankles. <laughs> but, but you know, I think the other thing, too, Dee, this is going to be kind of funny for us uh, to have a conversation about. We don't have to get too in detail. But one of the other things I find as we get older is that, and again, I'm making a generalization. Mm-hmm. It's not everybody. But women's sex drives go up. And men's tend to mm-hmm. go down. Mm-hmm. Now, I get we're doing all the, you know, the low T and, you know, centers and, and there's all the supplements of testosterone. But that tends to that there's definitely I, I hear more from women in their four, late 40s, 50s and 60s. They're talking about how they're putting sex at like number one on their list of of things that are important. Like that's a that's a big deal. But now remember, I have 400 patients I handle that I do all their appointments, all their needs, physical. And about those are probably about 150 men. And now all they do is ask me for more Viagra. I told this one man the other day, <laughs> I said, you're spending 4000 a month right now on Viagra. I am not going to order you. I am not getting you any more Viagra. You're crazy. And this man's in his... He's close to 90. Oh, my So God. I get more requests for these things from men. You would be surprised. And now they've made a woman's Viagra. I mean, and with a woman, I can tell her where to go, get the testosterone shots, get these shots, get this. Go there, get your go. hormones balanced. But boy, when says hormones are balanced, watch mm-hmm. out, guys, right? Mm-hmm. But that mm-hmm. is, I mean, it's something to they consider. They all are concerned about that. Yeah. Oh, God, they drive me crazy. It's just, a, it's just something that can be a challenge for women and men because we're talking about dating as we get older now. Okay. So let me get off the sex thing, okay. but I do think that is one. Mis- <laughs> that is let's one. Let's get off the sex. Boys. One misconception, I think with, uh, with men and women too, as they get older. But I think, uh, I think people that are getting out of a, like getting a divorce, getting out of a marriage or widowed 50s, 60s, 70s, Boy, they're walking into a totally different scene. Yes. The, the world today, dating, values, technology, what technology yes. has brought. I mean, there is, you know, a lot of sites for seniors, dating sites for seniors. And um, I don't know. I've never been on them. I'm not going. Yeah. I, I don't even know the name. If I ever get them, that desperate, honey. Just, <laughs> I'm with you. Never happen. Mm. Ain't going to happen in my <laughs> lifetime. <laughs> you should start your own, mamad.com, and have some little dating sites going on, little app. 
You know what? I, here's the way I look That'd at it, awesome. and I know I shouldn't. I believe if you're on a site looking for someone, there's probably something wrong with you. <laughs> I don't have any trouble with people asking me out all the time, and I'm 100 years old. Actually, I, my view on that is people are fake enough when you meet them in person. That's true. Why am I going to give you the opportunity to con me online? I think the I think the attraction to all I think that, it's laziness it's if you want to know the truth. They don't want to put in the effort, and it makes it. it easier to swipe left See, or swipe that's right. Why also, that's why we work well together. We both thought the same it's thing. Just, it's laziness. I also think they view it as like, oh, look, it's a Costco for dating. It's, what, I can, it's, it's all look, about timing, there's right? A, there's, yeah. a huge, uh, there's a huge inventory to choose from. And you know what? You're and right. If you're lazy junk, enough, you'll I find somebody it. that'll work with you. It's just yeah. the instantaneous. I mean, it's just like an hour ago, I ordered Uber Eats because I didn't want to get in my truck and go get a sandwich. I just have to bring it to me. Yeah, technology. I mean, it's, it's just, it's that mentality. Now, and our kids are even worse yeah, because they, they get everything instantly. We can find out anything we want to about a company in our hands. We can check anybody's Google review. Anything you I want to know is everything. in the palm of your hand. And I think that's fallen into the dating world. They don't want to make the effort to go out there and court. Or even the effort to meet. Because, Brad, how many people when you're Uh dating, because, you know, because you're out there dating, you're not online dating, but you're out there dating. Brad, I do want to say, I just want to make a joke. (laughs) Brad, Brad is kind of, Brad's kind of a a easy guy, kind of country. And he went on that farmer's deal. Oh, God. Why do you want to do that to me? I'm because you don't have to so be lonely, Brad. Funny. It was the funniest story. How old are you, Brad? How old are you? Brad. Farmersonly.com. Yeah, right? 48. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but but Brad runs into it where he'll meet somebody, they'll start talking, and then they poof, they disappear. Oh, you can't do this to me because I will go off on this. It's Because okay. it's happened twice last week. It's well, they, they just ghost you. Yeah. Well, they do. I yeah. guess that's the new term now. It's I just call it yeah. blanky blank. Rude is what I call it. <laughs> that is rude. That's what I call it. Because my mom is your generation, mm-hmm. debutante, the whole ball yeah. of wax, right? So, and she raised my sisters the same way. So I don't understand that world of a lady just being a biatch and not. Like if you it's, agree, it is inconsiderate. But she finally, she probably met somebody else and got preoccupied, and she'll she needs to tell him. Around. That's, That's all rude. you have to do. See, say, was, hey, I'm not interested anymore. I've met someone else. I That's even so gave simple. her the opportunity, just checking to see if you're still interested. After one, we were supposed to chat on a certain day, so I text her and said, "Hey, what time works tonight for us to chat?" Crickets. Crickets. Nothing. Well, so I checked the next day and said, hey, are you, I'm just checking back. See we if should write a book on anymore. etiquette, D. I, I, that's, yeah. it's, that's part of it. Yeah. I'm going to talk nothing. to you about it later. Nothing. Yeah. So I she mean, didn't even have the decency after I teed it up for her etiquette. to say, hey, I've just been busy or, yeah, I'm really not, you know, or whatever. But this was after she already gave me the phone number, told me she wanted to go on a date. Like I, Where did you stuff. meet her? We were chatting on Facebook. We have mutual friends. Had you ever seen her? Did you ever see her? Did you go with her? No, she wouldn't. This was the first time. So that's time. just like stupid yeah. for people to do that. I mean, it it's, is. it's just silly. It happens all the time. I don't, I'm not going to do that. I don't have time. To, I'd rather read a good book than sit around well, and, and do then that. We get, then Jen and I get in this conversation, and I, t- I text her to say, I'm, I'm done. I'm over it because it's happened numerous times. It, it doesn't make the men when women act like that, and I'm sure it happens both sides. And I'm that whole here. courting thing, like, you know, I always say women still want to be courted by men. They still, the good yes. women still want to be exactly. courted. A good mm-hmm. man knows what courting is. Yes. But men need to be courted also in a way with com- with respect. Well, I can right? court you if we can't meet. Respect. You know, I don't think I don't think it boils down so much to etiquette as it does to basic integrity. Yeah, yeah, and, it's character and, and, and everything else. And if I take you know the mirror and flip that back on, how many women out there have had men who they go out on one or two dates and then the women try to you know express some interest, they send a message or whatever, and nothing, crickets. So it, I try to think about it that way when. You go, okay, how many women out there have been through what I'm going through or what Brad's just describing, you know, and and I'll go back to, man, you got to be the leaders. If you can't be the leaders, I'm really, mm-hmm. nobody really should have a whole lot of time for you. Nobody should invest a whole lot in you. Um, you got to step up. But that's when up. I raise my hand and say, if you didn't like that done to you, don't do it unto others. Exactly. Right? Yeah, that's, you're right that's about that. Principles. That's That's principles. Been for centuries. I'm like a man that's romantic. So. Like I was going through my daytimer yesterday, and I found a note. This y'all are going to believe this. Two notes, handwritten in a pencil, and from my husband. And one said, "Honey, can I have a date with you Saturday night?" How adorable! And I remember is he's that? been gone six years. And then I went on. I was trying to clean out, and there was another one that said, 
Honey, I, mess, I may have forgot to tell you the most beautiful person at the gala on Saturday night. I mean, he wrote me love notes, just short little love notes all oh, the time. I love love Hundreds notes. of them. Whatever happened to that, you know? That People don't a take pen. that. Now, see, I still write I still write notes. Thing. Deanna and I, Deanna's had two hand surgeries because she used to write an average of 150 a month. Wow. But I still write about 20 a month. I I don't believe in texting. I believe in writing a note and telling someone, I had a great time. It was so nice meeting you. You were so kind. You were so this. You were so that. I mean, you know, I give a lot of money away, a lot away. To Like I just gave, uh, funded, a, and Tommy knows this, dinner and I just funded a huge thing at UT Southwestern. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or the deal you're asking me you want the information on. Because the man, the doctor was 65 and the NCI, I'm on the board of that. Um, this is that for the grants. They won't give it to people if over 65. So I said to Deandra, you know, Deandra, if your dad was alive, he'd write a check for this. Let's just write a check for it. So we did. And I just, you, I got a beautiful letter from this doctor. But you would have thought I'd have gotten, oh, yeah, you'd have thought I'd have gotten a, Letter from the president and the vice president, and everybody. but that's okay. It's it's not that I expect it. It's just things are no longer like they used to. So it's going to be hard for me because I want a romantic person. That is your standard. Yeah, that's not romance not is very important. Yeah. I want to be. I want. I want it to be very romantic. I I do think, and here's where I feel I have an. Slight advantage is that most of my uh, clientele and followers and everything that I've have been dealing with are are that they're from an from a good they're either from an older generation mm-hmm. or from good families where they were raised. They're well. probably educated so, yeah. too, Jan. So yeah, that makes a big difference. Well, and I I don't I think people like we're having this conversation about this stuff, and I don't. There's not a lot of people talking about it. There's a lot of superficial content out there today, and people need. You know, they need to hear that other people still want these things, right? And um, those are rare things to find. You, you had a husband that wrote love letters to you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, as a matchmaker, would need to make sure that I m- put that expectation mm-hmm. out there for somebody that, you know, this is not, this is, this is where, this is where you need to be. These are things you need to be able to do. This is a standard that's set. This, there's not... If somebody does, he's, nobody's ever going to be your husband, right? Right. Nobody's ever going to be your husband, and we wouldn't want that. We're not trying to replace him. But at the same time, you do need somebody that's going to do the things that matter to you, the mm-hmm. things that you value, and you value that. Mm-hmm. And so people need to be looking for things like that that they value versus just looks alone. They have substance to well, right. I mean, You know, it doesn't mean he has to write letters. He can do it other ways. You know, there's all sorts of ways to romance. Well, right? sure, and but as long love as, languages, uh, as right? long as that love tanks are full, going to the love languages, Mama D's happy. I doubt she's going to be very impressed with gifts, but uh, but maybe don't some. buy me a gift because I probably not. I remember when Glenn and I first got married, and he bought me this um, earrings, diamonds, rubies, and sapphires. They're the ugliest earrings I've ever laid my eyes on <laughs> in my life. Made by a famous jeweler. I said Simmons, don't ever buy me another piece of jewelry unless I pick it out. He's so ugly. And every time I would act up, because he he never raised his voice to me. He never got mad at me. He never did anything to, with me but be good. He was just too good. And if I acted up, he'd say, now, if you don't behave, I'm going to get you another pair of those earrings. <laughs> that's great. My dad, that's great. At least he listened. He remembered. He My remembered. dad has a funny story where one of his really good friends bought one of the top-of-the-line Cadillacs at the time in the mm-hmm. early 80s. Beautiful cars, right? The big Cadillacs, right? Fleetwood Brome. Decked out, right? You couldn't get a bigger, nicer car at that time. And he whips it into the driveway and, honey, honey, come look, come look. She walks outside and she has this look on her face. He goes, look, I got you this for your birthday. You know, I love you so much. She goes, did you have to get brown? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And he just kind of went, are you serious? Like, really? She had to drive it. Yeah, I mean, I, hear I you. get it. Because he had the wrong color. It's, you know, the color back then was the casket gray Cadillac. So take her was, to know. the jewelry store. Take uh, her to the dealership so you don't have to go through that. Uh, right, exactly. Because we're picky, especially women that have a lot, you know, well, yeah. and you have a specific taste at a certain point. The first right? time I got a large car, Tommy knows I, I keep them in the garage. They get no miles, right, Tommy? I, my, I mean, my Bentley now is 
three years old. It's got 3,000 miles on it. I tell everybody, just come and drive it. But the first car I What's wanted. What's that address? Yeah, I wanted. I wanted. What, what are you, I wanted what are you doing a, after the show? Yeah. I wanted a Rolls Royce. I was. I don't know why. As a child, I wanted a Rolls Royce because back then they didn't have the Bentleys. And so Glenn said, "Now, honey, in my lifetime, I'm not going to buy you a Rolls Royce because that's showing off." And that's been. My husband was not a flashy man, and I said, "Okay, Simmons, explain something to me. You have a jet airplane of your own." And you go, and you get in that jet airplane, and you fly all over the country. He said, because what I do, I go to Love Field to the hangar. I have them open the hangar. I pull my car in, pull the door down so no one sees me, get into the airplane. They can't see my face. And I, they open the door, and I He's roll humble, out, and man. no one knows I have a jet. And he said, but I will tell you what, D. When I go to heaven, the day I go to heaven, you go by the Rolls Royce place, and you get you a Rolls Royce. Then I said, well, if I can get the money myself, can I get it? He said, you can get anything you want to. You don't know me. I was in the fashion business, and the first year on that sweater line I had, I made enough money to write a check for a Rolls Royce, and one Saturday morning, it was raining really bad. We always put our jeans on. I love movies, but the movies are my jeans. And I said, honey, you want to go with me today? And he said, where are you going? I'm going to buy a Rolls Royce. He said, just very calmly, okay. So we got in the Rolls Royce place, and I'm going around looking, looking, touching. And there was one that was mahogany and black. I've never seen one. It was a custom. And I walked over, and this man said, don't touch that car. I'm just touching it now all over. It's not your car anymore, (laughs) He said, ma'am, I said, don't touch that car. And I said, oh, well, I want to buy it. Now, my husband's just standing around the corner. He's never going to look at it. And he said, um, how do you expect to pay for it? I said, would a check work? My husband didn't say a word. And that man literally almost had to pick him up off the floor. So I wrote a check for the car. I got out of there. Glenn said, well, honey, didn't you want me to pay for it? I said, no, because you told me that you didn't want to pay for it. I love it. You just That was such a dog. That car was a dog. (laughs) You were one determined woman. Very. I still that way. (laughs) I love it. I love it. You want to, I mean, that's. I just wanted it since I was a little girl. That shows your spirit. I just wanted it. And and I do know the story of how you met your husband and how you decided I'm going to have him. Mm-hmm. I'm either going to marry, was Elvis Presley, yes. right? Or Elvis Glenn Simmons. or Glenn Simmons. Yep. And, One uh, or the other. That's yeah, it. So Glenn, <laughs> Glenn the won. Two. <laughs> Glenn won. I know I loved Elvis too. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I uh, I think it's going to be fun uh, doing the matching for you mm-hmm. and, and finding some finding some some guys. And now, Jen, I won't most, see these people, will I? No. Oh, gosh. Would you please check them out? I, I'm I'm out of this. You have to. Is anyone must, in it? You must know how picky I am. You you're fine. Yeah. You're totally okay. fine. But uh, she's never let a client down. I can no, no. I um I think that uh, I think that we're. I mean, we're going to have fun. The purpose of the oh, event is to fun. mainly have. Where fun. Where are we having this? Was, uh, I've heard different things. It is at Colvines uh, in Addison. Okay, yeah. My uh, girlfriend owns yeah. it. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. she's awesome. Uh-huh. She's That's so my lovely. You should tell her that. I guess she probably knows. She's figured it out now. We're real close friends. Yeah, I know. You said that. I haven't. Mm-hmm. I have. I'm, I'm sure she knows that already. But uh, but I do think that um, I do think that the the dating as we get older, there are, you know, there are challenges. They're not challenges we can't get through. But the main thing is if I guess out of our whole conversation today is uh, really people getting to know themselves, figuring out who they are, what they want, what's important to them and finding a partner that's equally yoked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and every, well, the Bible and, says that yeah, do not right. be unequally yoked together. The right. Bible says that. Right. Yeah. I know people try to throw that in my face all the time. What the Bible was supposed <laughs> the Bible to, does the say Bible it. version of what equally yoked is supposed to be. Now, one thing I do want to bring up, Jan, this is very important. I think as you get older, people get older. One of the things that people would worry about a man and a woman, you guys think about it is health issues. True. As you get older, well, you yeah. do get, you know, men have arthritis. Well, of course women do too. I have a broken ankle. <laughs> Hope it's healing. <laughs> Uh, so I can go get those corny dogs. But, I mean, we do have health issues. And, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I really don't want, in my life now, I don't want to start taking care of I'm not a, okay, here's two things I'm not. Now, Jen, remember this. I'm not a nurse and I'm not a purse. <laughs> I love it. I Just love remember it. that. I love I So when love you look, it. I'm not a nurse, I'm not a purse. I, I love it. I, I mean, 
you know, now if I was married to somebody, happily married to somebody, and they something happened to him, do you think I'm gonna walk off? No, of I'm a caretaker. That's why I take care of four patients. Right. But I am not a nurse. I'm not a purse. So just remember that. That is, I, I love that is. That's brilliant. Pretty good line. Yes. No, she's. Hey, for she's your event, uh -huh. there needs to be a T-shirt. I'm not a nurse. On the front, I'm not a nurse. <laughs> On the back, I'm not a not purse. A purse. You know. I love it. I love it. You know, I you, know, you bring up a great point, though, because I, I do some, hear mm -hmm. that in it from people that have been through uh, losses of, of, of sick. Yeah, mm -hmm. sick, sick or loss uh, spouses. And they say, I want somebody who's healthy. And for goodness sakes, like I was just telling uh, the, the all of you before the podcast, I fell down my stairs this morning. Like, I mean, stuff happens. Yeah, we look get at me. Stuff happens. I know, Brad. I fall all the time, and it was just one of the many times I fell on the stairs. Andrew too. She Still falls giggling. down hers all the time. But stuff happens. Like, and people, health things do happen. Was one of your cats under your feet? No. Ten you have? No, I was walking down to feed my cat at five o'clock okay, in the morning. Same thing. He's very demanding. Um, but that's why I was walking down the stairs because he wanted his breakfast on the first floor of the of my condo. The veranda. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he tells me where he wants to eat. Dude, let's not go there. That's a whole nother issue. Um, but but uh, weird, you can't find a date. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, they got uh, that, right? one of my deals is they've got to love dogs. I would never ever date a person that didn't like dogs. I would never date a person that didn't like animals no. in general. No. Yes. Yeah, I love them both. Um, D, your dog is darling. He, you know who loves my dog? Troy Aikman loves Maddie. And when Lucy walks in the morning, Troy's she has the a cutest dog. She has a buggy that says Maddie engraved on it. And he comes out. Troy comes out and says, "Say, oh Maddie, how are you doing?" He lives close to you, doesn't he? Uh -huh. Yeah, I've seen him out. And Jerry Jones lives there. here. And Troy lives here. Oh God, God bless. Yeah, don't talk about the buses going by. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Lots so of black cars with tinted windows. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I think, you know, I think it's a good conversation. I think people need to think about, you know, uh, who they were, what you had once in your relationship, what you had once in your relationship. Uh, and uh, and as we move forward, we need to understand that anybody new that we bring in is going to be different. You know, every love is different. Every person is different. Everyone and we different. are different people than we were when we were with them. So getting to know who we are, what's important to us now. We're not having to find somebody to raise children with and, you know, have babies. Now we, now it's about partnership, true partnership, That's what's good. important. And, uh, and so as we are dating and getting into relationships, as we've gotten, as we're maturing, we need to make sure that we're entering in with knowledge of ourselves, right? And knowing exactly what it is that we want and what's important to us, right? It's not just should, about looks. I think you said something a few minutes ago that you should wrap up on, and that is what was very interesting to hear from being around you a lot is the process really isn't any different if you're 30. It's not. Or if you're 60 or 70. It's it, not. It's still finding that person that has the same likes and dislikes and kind of that, that connection that we talk about. It's going through the steps and the processes and the courting and the dating and, and yeah. all it doesn't change. The you know? world does. The world has changed, Brad. And thank you. You always have a great way of bringing it home. The world has changed around us, but we can't, we have to stand in who we are. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. and it, well, I saw this quote the other day and I loved it. And it was, it was God's, God says, don't, you know, don't follow what you see, follow what you know, mm -hmm. you know, follow mm -hmm. the word, you That's know, called faith. Yeah. And, but the world is many things. But we have to know who we are and what yes. we stand for mm -hmm. in order to to get through it. Proverbs yeah. 3, 5, Honestly. 6. The and with integrity. The substance of things hoped for and the evidence yes, of things not seen. Yeah. That's kind of like a first and second date right there. Mm -hmm. you know? there you the go. substance of things hoped for, mm -hmm. the evidence of things unseen. Mm -hmm. And that's why uh, one of the reasons you're here. So thank you for bringing your wisdom. Hey, thanks for the, the invitation. Podcast. It was awesome. Uh, I appreciate you coming in town for this. And uh, D, we will uh, we will be here. Yeah, we're gonna be advertising. You. I want to advertise so everybody comes. Yeah, we want to pack it out. Oh, we're gonna have a we're gonna have now a look, great time. We're gonna pack the house. Some of you hearing this have relatives who you think, man, he'd just be awesome for D. And some of you listening to this maybe go, man, I'd be awesome for D. <laughs> Show up, bring your A game. Actually, but thank make sure people know. Look, if you don't come to this event, it's just this imperative. If you don't come to this event, every baby in the world from now on is gonna be born naked. Now you just need to. <laughs> get to this event. It's going to be important. Hey, 
<laughs> speaking of, if anybody is listening to this podcast that would like to uh, nominate somebody, you can email me at matchmaker at lovegen.com. It's uh, lovegen, J-E-N-N, two N's, dot com. Uh, I am taking applications. Uh, I do believe in, you know, a sourcing outside of even my network. So uh, by all means, uh, email away, email me your, email me your bachelors. So, uh, okay. Thank you for bringing that up. I appreciate it. Thank you. Welcome to today's Dear Jen segment. Today, I have a question from a gentleman. You guys are just as confused out there as women are. That does not discriminate uh, by sex for sure. Uh, One of the things that I'm seeing as a trend, which is why I love the question, is that there are a lot of women out there doing the ghosting also. Again, it's not sex discriminant. Uh, So... Uh, one of the guys is confused. He's wondering what to do. Uh, he was obviously having some good communication back and forth with a woman. And then she disappeared. She went to a party. Uh, she disappeared, stopped communicating. And then the next day rolls around and he says, do I text her? You know, I'm not sure. Do I keep texting her? Should I perceive the fact that she stopped messaging me and communicating with me as that I need to go away? You know, I'd like to have closure. Um, you know, does that even matter? Do Is she waiting for me to text her? You know, was there a misunderstanding I'm not aware of? So ghosting leaves a lot of questions to people. And quite honestly, I think it, I think it can really rattle someone, even confident, it can rattle their self-esteem. Why would someone be so inconsiderate as to not even reply? I could see if somebody was offensive, you know, to another and why it wouldn't even warrant a reply. But if there's been good communication, possibly even dates, or at least communication toward dates, then people should have enough respect for the other person, even if you're busy or you have something going on, to shoot them a quick message and say, hey, listen, I got caught up in a family emergency. I will text you when I have a moment. I just wanted to let you know. Common courtesy, two words, common courtesy. Uh, I'm running into this more and more, and I'll say, I'm actually running into it more and more on the guy's end. I'm hearing a lot of questions from guys. And guys and girls, girls, I want to let you know what I'm telling these guys. When these guys tell me that you're doing that, I'm going to tell them to back off. So you know what? If you're going to be uh, nonchalant and you're going to not care and you're not going to be respectful and polite and you're not going to accept a man that's trying to court you, then you don't deserve to be courted. I'm sorry, but if you don't have common courtesy to respond to a man, then he needs to put his energy elsewhere. So I'm telling him to back off and let you be and pursue a woman that wants to be pursued. So you know, and vice versa. If somebody's not answering you, if somebody's not responding to you, if you're in regular communication with someone and they disappear, then chances are they have their interests elsewhere. You can assume that, yes, you can. And um, in it, uh, even if it's not, and they haven't even taken the time to shoot you a message and let you know that they're around and thinking about you, they're probably not worth your time. So I would say, let that person go, move on to something and someone that is going to share uh, your energy and your interest. Uh, and don't waste your time because you are, you are seeing a sign of things to come. How do you like that? It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. Ghosting is unacceptable, uh, except in the case of disrespect or anything like that, where you've, you know, somebody has dishonored who you are. If they haven't and people just stop communicating or don't have common courtesy, those two words again, common courtesy, then just back off, let them be, let somebody else deal with their issue. uh, And you go find someone who's healthy, whole, and ready to be pursued and have equal exchange in a real grown up relationship. So uh, 
Thank you for listening to my Dear Jen segment today. You can write me at dearjen at lovejen with two N's, lovejen.com. Or feel free to message me on Instagram or social media, uh, uh, Facebook, anything. Uh, I do check my emails, uh, especially on Facebook. So thanks so much. This is Jennifer. Thanks for listening today. And please subscribe to the podcast. Every single week, we'll have new information. And if you'd like to find out more information or if you have any questions, please go to my website at lovejen.com or you can find me on Facebook at my personal page, Jennifer Styers.